Hello everyone, welcome. This is the Pro Wrestling Talk Podcast with your host Travis Terry and co-host Michael. Michael, say hello everybody. New year, new me. New year, new him, and new me. And today we're going to be doing the 2017 Year in Review Podcast. Uh, we've got a, quite a few categories here, so let's be a kind of a, a little bit of a lengthy podcast. We got a lot of stuff to go over. A lot of stuff happened in 2017, uh, and it's like I said, this is a special episode. Usually we just do pay per view predictions, but we always do our year year in review. Uh, well, this is the first day of January, so it's right at the right time. So, uh, which pretty much all my rewards has anything to do with pay per views. Did yeah. you do anything from Raw or SmackDown, like any Raws or SmackDowns? No, not really. Okay, so we basically our award show is pretty much straight up pay per view. Pay per view, and I and I, some of my like top three from Raw, top three from SmackDown, yeah. who's had a good year, and, and like storylines will be focused on Raw and them a little bit, but yeah, yeah, uh, but I didn't put like none of my best matches or worst, you know, I didn't no. even do a worst matches actually. Because yeah, the, pretty much like our worst like match of the years and things of that nature is on pay-per-views. I mean, I know there's been some good Raw and SmackDown, but I can't remember um, that There's good, too so. much and I didn't want to look that much into it. Exactly, that's the same thing I was thinking. And, there, and if there's one that stands out, I'll mention it, but right now I can't. I can't think right off unless think. something comes to me there mm-hmm. at, during the podcast, which it probably won't, so. Um, but we'll go ahead and give our um, plugs here before we get started. You can always follow us at Pro Wrestling TLK on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and follow me at Travis Terry Two on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, PSN T Terry O Four all caps, and uh, that's about it for our plugs. Mike, what you got for yours? Mm, you can follow me at MH Show Twenty One. That's on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, PlayStation, and uh, yeah. About it? I think that's everything. Yeah. Was it all of them? I think so. You said Snapchat. Yeah. Too. Okay. Yeah, so that, that's all of them on there. Uh, and then also you can give a uh, – we're going to give a shout-out to the Waste of Time podcast. They just had their a year interview podcast up here just a couple weeks ago. So definitely go check them out. Our buddy Andrew and his buddy Sam do a video game podcast, and they uh, do great game reviews and, and things of that nature. So definitely their uh, year interview 2017 episode was uh, one of the better ones, I thought. So definitely go over and check them out on iTunes and – Follow them on Twitter and things of that nature. They've got, uh, like I said, they're on iTunes now, so go follow them. Um, shout out to the Wrestle Rumble. They got a real big one coming up here for Rumble, which we'll give more details when we do our Royal Rumble podcast. Uh, what all the prizes are coming out for that? Because I'm not sure if they've released anything for that yet. But uh, definitely check them out there on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Um, shout out to the. Uh, you're never too old for wrestling podcast. My cousin Anthony, they do a weekly one. They also had their 2017 year in review podcast up here just this past Friday. So definitely go check them out on iTunes as well. And uh, go check out Figure Four Fallout on Twitter. Or well, they're on Twitter. And Facebook. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're on yeah. Twitter too. Go know. check them out on you know, and they're on iTunes and stuff. Go check them mm-hmm. out. Yep. And uh, go check out uh, our good buddy Scott Lesh. He's got his new. Uh, Photography oh, page. Ringside Photography. Yeah, Scott Lesh Ringside Photography, and that's on Facebook, and his thing is at Scott Lesh, Lesh, S-L-E-S-H, 724. Yeah, and he's yeah. on Instagram. He's got quite a few followers on there, so go check him out on there for sure, and he's just put up this Facebook page, so definitely go check him out. Um, and then we got, we got any more shout-outs other than that one, Mike? Um, yeah, uh, go check out my buddy... No, uh, no. <laughs> um, go, uh, Cody Johnson. Go check out his thing. Uh, EW Coast Connection. Uh, they they're on Twitter. Definitely go check them out. There, uh, he's a uh, writer for them for the baseball, and they do a lot of other sorts of stuff. They've got some guests and things like that. So definitely go check them out. 
um, shout out to um, I've been on YouTube where you guys uh, had told me to subscribe to somebody Garrett Blanton I've been watching a lot of his videos here lately he's he's up on the rise on YouTube so uh, yeah he, he, he keeps rising up he keeps losing a couple of subscribers every now and then but he's, he's getting he gets yeah. them back his latest one was the uh, he got an Xbox One S yeah and he it. was going to do a boxing video like unboxing video but he's going to do it with his dad so he ain't put up that video yeah, just but, yet so yeah go check that he's going to be having a lot of new Xbox videos popping up soon yeah. and stuff so plays Call of Duty is going to all them coming up soon so you go check them out <laughs> yeah, so definitely go check them out there. On um, I think that's about it with the shout-outs for right now. now and looks, Kid and Baby Gaming. Kid and Baby Gaming. The quick no-scope videos. They've had the uh, best of 2017. Definitely go check them out. He's got a lot of quick no-scope videos and stuff like that there. Um, I think that's, And then shout-out to Byron. Obviously, we'll get him uh, on the next podcast uh, up and coming here. We'll uh, try to get him on one. Um, and shout-out to Byron. Like I said, they've got... Um, Stuff going on there, but we'll go ahead and jump into the uh, episode if you I want. Mike. One more, uh, Did you have another shout out? Yeah, um, wrestling scene with Jay Bean on the scene. Jay Bean's on the scene. That's uh, Justin. Oh, okay. The one I met. At oh yeah, J- yeah. Baylor guy, Baylor club guy. Yeah, yeah go okay. check him out and stuff like that because he's always sharing stuff like that, like news and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so go check him out and stuff. And he goes to a lot of events up in the New York area and stuff like that. Yeah, he's a good guy. Definitely check him out there at his page. He's, he's going to be going to Royal Rumble and NXT Is Takeover he? Philadelphia. Yeah, he'll be there. So yeah, go check him out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we'll go ahead and jump into the show. This is going to kind of be a random. We're going to do random things here uh, during this. And we'll, uh, what do you want to start out with, Mike? Our categories here for 2017. Let's go with. Let's go with the best storyline. Best storyline of 2017. Let me find my page here. You can go ahead and go with yours, there, Mike. Let me try. I wrote down here. a few. And then I finally, then I picked one. Uh-huh. I kind of did my, like just did like a top five kind of thing. Um, yeah. I had Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles feud going into WrestleMania. 30, good, good feud. Three, uh, Shane versus Kevin Owens feud going into Hell in the Cell. Just the whole thing, Kevin. Oh, the Hell in the Cell and great stuff like that. And Survivor Series and even even to now, it's still kind of going on a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, who was attacking Enzo? Big Cass did it. <laughs> good, good storyline there. For yeah, because sure. <laughs> I mean it, they did it for like a month and a half, and it was kind of it's just like, okay, where's this going? And then, but in, but Big Cass did cut. A, I ain't saying these. Now I'm not saying any of these matches was good, but I'm just saying storyline, storyline wise. Because there's yes. a couple that's about to get into the match. The matches weren't good, but the feud was pretty decent. Yeah. Um, and I just put the fashion files. Hey, <laughs> they had and all that, and they're sure. trying to figure out who attacked them and stuff like that. That's all good. Yeah. Um, Braun Strowman is not finished with Roman Reigns yet. I'm not finished with you. That was always <laughs> good. Even I didn't really enjoy any parts of Roman of it, but I liked Braun about like every bit of it. Yeah, he was good at that. I agree. Um, Orton versus Bray Wyatt, their whole build up to Mania and stuff like that. I liked it with the uh, House Orton. of Horrors and stuff and, like and that. Like Orton yeah. going to the con- like burning sister. Abigail that was cool. That. I thought that was good. Most definitely. And uh, my overall winner. See, I've done some of mine kind of weird and. That's <laughs> all right. My winner was uh, AJ and Shane McMahon. Yes, I liked when. 
You know, because when they first started rumoring that, because AJ's champion, I'm like, that's going to be so stupid taking the belt. He deserves to be champion. Yeah. But their buildup was actually really good. And, like, he, when he attacked him right. in the back and busted him up and threw him through Those the windshield. windshield of the car there. Yeah. That was awesome. That got me. I'm like, okay, this is cool. That's great. I, I did enjoy that one. So that was your top one. And then the match was good, too. And yeah. just how Shane, you know. AJ's like, I'm a wrestler. You can't wrestle me. And then he did. He got in there, and he started wrestling with him, actually wrestling. And yeah. he didn't do nothing crazy. He didn't do his jumping off of a cell. Right. He actually had a wrestling match, and it was actually done quite well. I did enjoy that. That was one of the match- better matches of WrestleMania. I thought it was really good, mm-hmm. I thought. Um, all those was really good. I did enjoy all those feuds. That was all good. But my top one uh, would be KO and Chris Jericho, their mm-hmm. feud they had. I really enjoyed that with yeah. all the stuff they had going on. Uh, then, like I said, obviously the list of Jericho, the list of KO at the end, the fr- Festival of Friendship. I thought that was all done perfectly, I thought. Mm-hmm. That was my best storyline. And leading up to Mania, the match was pretty good. Uh, like I said, if you watch the KO 365 Vince McMahon wasn't a fan of the match, but mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the match. It was all right. Well, it was done pretty good, but you know, it everything could have been better. Which the I, only thing, you know. like in person mania, that really hurt that match was like when he kicked out with like the finger, the one finger. Yeah, yeah. you really couldn't. See it that good in person, and I was second row. Mm-hmm. You know, so so was, you would be able to see it yeah, really it, good. That, that was, was so that was kind of a, a little bit of a problem. Yeah, you know, but it, it was pretty good though. I did yeah. enjoy their feud. Yeah, their feud I was really forgot good. about because we're see that's what that's what made a lot of this so hard is because stuff that happened last year at this point, you're 12 months later. Because we always do our seasons before, like after WrestleMania, like our in se- our fantasy yeah, in wrestling fantasy, thing. fantasy, we start from as soon as WrestleMania ends, like re- this year, you know, WrestleMania 34 is coming up, yeah. then it's Backlash. Actually, it's going back to Backlash in the first February. So we'll, we start then, and then we go all the way to WrestleMania. That's a right. season for us. That's a season. And, yeah, you have to – because I had to look back, and, you know, online to see when the actual – like, you go to Royal Rumble because I always think – See, Royal Rumble season. for us is last season. So, that yep. and Elimination Chamber from – you know, that's all last season for right. us. Right. It's all backwards. But I thought that was uh, that was my storyline of the year. I thought that was uh, just done perfectly. The Festival of Friendship whole angle thing they did there was really great, I mm-hmm. thought. That was, that was good. But all the ones you mentioned was great feuds too, sure. Okay, let's get into the fun stuff. Uh, worst storylines. Okay. Worst storyline of the year? Uh, let's see what we got. I, I have one wrote down here. I it, it was back and forth me. I, I just, like I said, a lot of the storylines wasn't very good in WWE this year. But I didn't, and I know this one here had to do with injury. But the Bray, White and Finn, and I put Sister Abigail question mark. We never got to see Sister Abigail in, in that little feud there that they had. I know, I think Finn or Bray had got sick. Here the, recently, yeah. so they didn't get the chance to do that. But they just like this big debut of Sister Abigail. We had it, and you know Bray gets sick. But then now they just forgot about it. that's never been mentioned again. Sister Abigail. I just thought that was you could have brought that back up when Bray gets you know back healthy. They've not brought it up since, and that's been I guess about two months now or three. Yeah, and I just did not enjoy that. Or they just wiped that whole thing away. And I was really. I wasn't excited about the match per se about this whole thing, but I wasn't excited about seeing Sister Abigail, and they just kind of washed it under the rug. I didn't get to see it, so that's what kind of the worst uh, storyline for me I was. Forgot about that. Well, I didn't mind in another category of selection. Yeah. My first option: Alexa Bliss hosting "This Is Your Life" with <sighs> Bailey. Yeah. Bailey is pretty much a pansy. That that was a bad. Because yeah, like even like you know they did all this making fun of her. 
then they have a match extreme rules. She's talking about you can't get hard, you can't get rough. Mm-hmm. And then in the match, Bailey grabs a candlestick and she can't do it, and then she gets beat. Yeah, that was bad. It was just I did forget about that one honestly. That would have yeah. I, I had that I should have had that in a different category, but we'll move, we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit later. Um, the mother storyline, Jason Jordan is Kurt Angle's son. I about put this in both because I was intrigued by the storyline. Them whole Kurt Angle. Oh, what's what's going to happen? This can I mean, be. Oh, what's going to be the thing that's happening? Yeah, it's son. He's got a black son. Yeah, and it was like this can ruin my career. What's bad about it? And then a- he comes out and like he's not ashamed of it at all. And it's like you build up this is going to ruin his career, but then it's like. Having a son, is really having a son that from another mother is a bad thing. It's I mean, it's thirty not, years old. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, I mean yeah. I, I, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Jinder Mahal and Nakamura, the whole thing with the Singh brothers and yeah. making fun of Nakamura's face because he's different. <laughs> that just it's such a hypocrite thing. Jinder Mahal's whole thing, always building up, is you boo me because I'm different, and then. Yeah. Yet he's making fun of Nakamura's face for, for being he's, different. He's, he's Japanese, so yeah, that's kind of racist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. That's anyway, that's a good point. Um, and then my next one's even better: uh, gender in every feud this <laughs> well, year. Well, that's in a different category for me about the gender thing, but I one hundred percent agree. He, pretty much every storyline he had, it always was the same, and it always sucked. I mean, yeah, it was always he's different. He's the modern day. Mod- I don't know what the heck he was going about half the time. It's just the st- stupid same stuff. It was never. Yeah. His feud was never intriguing. There was nothing nothing ever brought to it that was different. No, it was all the same. He's fighting Nakamura, who's a foreigner. He still act the same. Yeah. Fighting American, he basically, I mean, it was always the same. Everybody's just racist against him because he's yeah. different. Yep. Um, and then uh, the this one's a little different, but I said the ending of the 5-on-5 Survivor Series match. Yeah. Because I know it's not really a storyline, but it's kind of setting storylines up. Yeah, because sure. you had the whole thing with Triple H getting added to the ma- adding himself to the match, kicking Jason Jordan out. Mm-hmm. Then him helping Shane and Pedigree and Kurt when Kurt could have was about to win, and then he Pedigree Shane turns on him, and yeah. then he ends up getting the win. And then it's just like, okay, we're setting up Kurt versus Triple H for Mania. Then Braun Strowman comes in there and attacks Triple H. It was all just, it was everywhere. It right was just very awkward. And then Triple H made it look like a pansy because he got choked out by Braun. And then he's like, you ever double-cross me again, I'll end you kind of. Yeah. And then he just tries to pedigree him. Braun just beats the crap out of him. And Triple H is just like embarrassed. But then it's like had nothing. So it's just. I They've not know. did anything with it so far. It's just, I don't know what route. I don't know if we're getting Braun and Triple H. At WrestleMania, if we're getting Kurt and Triple H or WrestleMania, I don't know. Yeah. It's just weird. Yeah, that that was done. That was just all over the place. I agree 100% there. Survivor Series was a really good pay-per-view, but terrible ending. It yep. was nothing like I thought it could have been. No, for sure. And my overall winner was, uh, this is pretty easy, uh, it was Lexa Bliss and Bailey's storyline. Yeah. It was just absolutely, it was horrendous, terrible. Nothing, that segment was just so bad. It had nothing good about it. It would have been okay. It would have been a lot better if Bailey at least beats her. Because, like, oh, she showed that she can be. No, she didn't. And just she gets, just gets beat. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Alexa Bliss goes out there and embarrasses her, and she gets beat. So, yeah. I agree. That's That was a bad one. I, I did forget about that, but I'm going to put that in a different category here later on. Uh, add it to it, but I see what you're saying there. Okay. Let's go with uh, the shocker of the year. Uh, shocker of the year. Let's see what we got here. Let's see. 
shocker of the year, shocker. Of the year. I go ahead with mine. You I, go ahead with yours there. Um, now first, because I, I did another selection show category. Mm-hmm. Um, WrestleMania 33, the Hardy Boys return. Yeah. And then my second option was Corbin cashes in okay, yeah. and loses the week of SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then my third option, Jinder Mahal hurts Finn Balor and is WWE champion a couple weeks later. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. And That's my true. biggest shocker of the year, the Hardy Boys return to WrestleMania 33. Well, yeah, that was great. And that was mine, too. I was trying to find it there. That was my exact one, too. That was just – I didn't think at one watching Mania – you know, they lost the – they was the ROH champions at the time, and then they just lost them. And I was like, well, there might be a shot that they really might be there. But I didn't really think in, in my mind of minds that the Hardy Boys would really be at Mania. And for them to come come in and win the titles of Mania, that was, that was awesome. That and was a moment of the even year. like – it's like when the New Day come out and said there's another team. New Day was in their wrestling get-up and stuff, and right. it's just like, God. And the fans was going crazy wanting it to be the Hardys. Yeah. I'm like, it's totally going to suck if it's the New Day just adds their sale. Yeah, that was, yeah. And, but then, yeah, then the Hardys come out, and that place went crazy. Epic. You could hear it on TV, and I couldn't imagine what it would been like in the actual stadium. That's just, that was awesome. That was probably the craziest I'd ever seen a stadium, like, going. I mean, they absolutely went crazy. Yeah, no doubt. That it was, was up there with the Seth Rollins cashing in. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Was an equal value. I, th- I think the Hardys is a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but that was close to it for mm-hmm. sure, most definitely. Um, yeah, that was my shocker of the year. The Hardys. That was that was an awesome moment. What we got next? Uh, comeback superstar of the year. Comeback superstar of the year. Uh, uh, go ahead with yours. I, I, I did mine in a selection show again. Uh-oh. Well, kind of. I do it. I do each show, but I kind of do an overall at the end. Uh-huh. Um, Monday Night Raw. I had no one. I didn't really know because. Finn could have fell in that category, but he really didn't have a real good comeback year. Yeah. And like people like that. Um, so uh, SmackDown had Jinder Mahal because he was a jobber last year. That's it. Yeah, and that's he's it. champion this year. And my NXT was seeing, yeah. even though he hadn't really done nothing until here at the end. He won the Just title. had really good matches and then finally. And uh, and overall, I had to pick Jinder Mahal. That's that's the same thing I went to because he was just he was nothing and he was the champion for what six or seven months mm-hmm. seems like so I don't know how you couldn't go gender being a comeback star because he was just absolutely nothing he comes and wins the title so that was my exact one too as well on that so um what about breakout superstar of the year uh breakout superstar of the year I had um on mine I had my Monday Night Raw one was uh, Jason Jordan. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not really done the greatest and it's not really gotten over, but when I looked at the people at Raw and what they was expected, Jason Jordan going into this year, we didn't expect him. We thought he might be with Chad Gable win championships, but we didn't expect him to be on Raw as the tag champs with Seth Rollins to end the true, year. True, true, good point. And uh, my SmackDown ones, this is kind of different. Mm-hmm. I had Rusev. I had three on this one. I had Rusev just because the whole Rusev day. Rusev I know day. people, you could say, well, Rusev, main, you know, he fought at WrestleMania against John Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was not this Rusev. The whole Rusev day showing the other side of him. Yeah. And this one here probably getting people mad too. The Usos. Because yeah. the people about, well, they've been champion. They've been over before. Yeah, but this right now is by far the most they've been over with the whole day one-ish. Oh, gosh, yeah. And the Uso pinch. This is like they're legit, actually. 
over over. I mean, they was they they're good. They've always been good, mm-hmm. but actually getting over and stuff. I think that they're by far doing their best. Yeah. And then I also put Jinder Mahal, even though I don't think he's did nothing extraordinary to do it. I think WWE just pushed him. Yeah. There. I'm not. You know, the other ones I think have come up on their own and come creative and stuff with their mm-hmm. gender just got pushed into the situation he, right. did, he didn't do nothing he didn't cut a promo that absolutely just changed everything or yeah. put these awesome matches that turned anything i agree 100 and uh nxt i put sanity because i think sanity this year's really come into their own and like become a real big stable group down there they have i've enjoyed that like even like alexander wolf and stuff like even like last year I mean, I knew who they was, but like Alexander Wolf and them, it's like really and Killian, Killian Dane. Dane and stuff. Yeah. Eric Young was really like the only one. Nikki Cross knew her pretty decent, but didn't think much of them. But this year, I actually really like Alexander Wolf and them, and mm-hmm. you know, Killian Dane and stuff. Yeah. I think they're good. And uh, my overall winner was uh, Jason Jordan, just for the fact. Well, and I thought about putting Jinder, but I just don't like Jinder. I think Jinder got put. Well, I ain't gonna give it to Jordan either. <laughs> I'm not just gonna do it because he got pushed pretty much. And well, they just keep giving him the stuff, and it ain't like he's di- he's he's, he's had a couple decent matches, but yeah, he was in the good tag team and stuff, but that really didn't cement him. But like when he did the, they had the whole thing, like him fighting Cena one week and then him fighting Roman mm-hmm. like two weeks later, they didn't really them pretty good matches didn't really help him. Yeah, it didn't really do nothing for him. Uh, I'm gonna give it to the Usos. Usos, that's good. Mine's in, in the same category. I've got a tag team in mine. I've got the bar for mine is the biggest one because at first Mick Foley had this little best of seven thing with uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, and we was just dreading that so much. Like, man, mm-hmm. Sheamus and Cesaro, this is this is just not intriguing to me. And then they put them into a tag team, and they've named themselves the Bar, and they've really set. They are the Bar because they. I think they're one of the better tag teams in the uh, in the tag team division right now. I think they're my breakout. Well, I guess you say superstars. Like you put the Usos, mm-hmm. I put the Bar. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd give it to the Bar. They've just they they've made the most of what they've been given. Mm-hmm. Just two guys threw together, and they've made an awesome team. I love the Bar. I love how that's going. I love it. The Bar is my breakout. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's go with the uh, Rookie of the Year. All right, the Rookie of the Year, I, I was on the same page. I'll go ahead and go yeah. with this one. The Rookie of the Year, I know it's just been as of late here, but I'm going to give it to Elias. I think he's been doing a really good job. Um, he, he's not been, you know, he's not got a title yet, but I think that's coming up in the in the year to come here in 2018. I think he just did good with a lot of his in-ring promos and things like that, and he's did good with the matches. And they've been putting on Raw, like I said, we, uh, some Raw matches he's had with, like, you know, Cena and, and Roman, all these matches. He's been held, holds their own with them. And I think he's been doing a good job with what the gimmick he has uh, right now going. I just, I'd like Lice. I think he's my rookie of the year. See, so, uh, mine, I did, it was Kind of weird, but on my rookie of the year for Raw, I had Elias and I had Samoa Joe because Samoa Joe got called up. Yeah, you know, right before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I know he's not a rookie to wrestling, and people about he's no rookie. How can you call him a rookie? See, yeah, but on WWE on the main roster, this was his first. Cause year. see, that's what we did last year with AJ and Nakamura. That was kind of our rookies, and NXT rookie was Nakamura. So I, yeah. I follow into when they go into WWE, they're a rookie. That's yeah, because you know it's a big step up. I mean, you yeah. look at people like Elias. I mean, he was in NXT, and you know. He got caught up right after WrestleMania. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Joe just got caught. So, I, you know, I had Joe. And then on SmackDown, I had Bobby Roode. And I didn't put Nakamura, and people probably get mad about that. But I just don't think they did the best with Nakamura. Uh, yeah, they've not did I the best I think he's did 
more than Rude so far, but I think Rude's setting up a little bit better. I mean, I think Nakamura will have a better year, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I rookie know. year, I kind of feel like I thought Rude did all right. Yeah. Uh, and my NXT rookie of the year was the Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream. Yeah, and I well, I had another one for my NXT rookie. I did Aleister Black, but Velveteen Dream was a I good one as well. I Dream. Yeah. And uh, just because you look at Patrick Clark and you from Tough Enough and stuff like that and just – and all the tough enough people, none of them done anything. And exactly. for him to come out in his first match and just absolutely steal the show. Did awesome. In black, that was and, perfect. I mean, it was really good. And it's just like, and his character's so hard to get over, but he got it over easy. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think it'll continue to get over, too, honestly. I really do. Yeah, mine was, mine was Aleister Black. I think he's did a great job. And I think he's one of the guys that, it, it coming up in 2018, will probably have a, a pretty good year, mm-hmm. I think. so. And uh, my overall rookie of the year was... Samoa Joe. Good, that's a good pick. Just because he main evented a pay per view with Brock. Bob Brock, and he's he's did really and he's good. He's a SummerSlam's main event, and he's he's had a pretty good year. Yeah, most definitely. I, I could give it to Samoa as well. I, and I like Samoa and Elias on that list. That's, that's a good list. What we got next? Um, let's go with flop of the year. Okay, flop of the year. I think I had that wrote down. Okay, for my flop of the year, I, that's where I was talking about gender earlier. I was like, pretty much anything gender is involved in, I was going to put it. But I did honestly put it to um, when, oh, heck yeah, most definitely. So uh, so when uh, my flop of the year, I did with the Baron Corbin cash in. Gender just rolls him up and, and beats him. That's uh, That was to me. You know, we had Baron on our list. I found our list from last year that we wrote out. And Baron was one of our top guys going in 2017, which started out good. We predicted he would probably win the money in the bank. But then he just loses it on SmackDown to a roll-up from gender. I thought that was just the worst type of thing. And I can add on to one of those he was talking about earlier with the whole Alexa Bliss promo with, with Bailey. That was just a flop in itself, yep. I thought. But those are but gender's roll-up to beat Baron Corbin on Corbin's cash-in was my flop of the year. Mine... Flops of the year. I've done it in three categories again. Yep. Uh, for Monday Night Raw, uh, Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania. It did yep. absolutely nothing for Roman. Yep, I agree. It was, it was a waste. It's done nothing. It did not help him. He instantly lost to Braun Strowman. Oh, like, yeah. You'd have been, like been better off had Braun Strowman beat Undertaker at WrestleMania than had Braun going to tear. And then him going to tear. Yep. It didn't help Roman. It, it could have, if you turned him heel and him already having so much heat. You could have went that route. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Nope, they don't do that. Instead, yeah. they try to make it turn around, and they try to use Braun to get Roman some cheers by making him the victim and getting Yeah, that's not the way you do it. No, fans are just thrilled you just killed Roman. Yeah. You think they care that you just threw him or flipped an ambulance and him in it? No, yeah. they don't. Exactly. And then WWE then tries to – they're like, that's not working, so let's make Roman this pure bad and make him almost kill Braun. Maybe that'll make the fan – nope. It don't work. They just don't get it. They, they could have just did that so good after he beat Undertaker. I thought they was going through that raw after when he's like, I, you know, he did the booze for the such a long time. Like, man, they're finally going to do it. But then they just try to make him a good nope. guy right after that. Yep. It's like turn it, why flip they do it, it, and try to the next week. It's just like, well, we're now he's still a good guy. Showing some sympathy in the back. Like, and doing I'm this, like, all this. I'm like, that was terrible. Great. Uh, my great. SmackDown was uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton's champion. And even I could add Cena to that because Cena won it and lost it two weeks later to Bray Wyatt. True. Bray kept it for, oh, a good month, and then he lost it to Orton. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. at Mania, and when Bray needed a win, it was finally setting up to Bray get his WrestleMania win. Title match against a good opponent. Good Orton like that. Good build-up. Nope. Instead, they make him lose. Yeah. And then Orton gets the belt, and it's like, well, maybe he can go on for a few months. Nope. He loses it to Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Wow. So, uh, that was just all terribly done. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was just, none of it was done good. Cena got his 16th championship on for keeping it for two weeks. Yeah, just to get that number no, 16. No, even no big build. I mean, he did the rumble thing. It was all good. And it's like, well, he should keep it till at least Mania or something. Yeah. Fight somebody big man. Nope. Mm-mm. No, he just instantly loses it two weeks later, and then he fights the Miz so he can propose to Nikki. Yeah. And <laughs> no, that was just bad. Yeah. And uh, my NXT flops of the year was Drew McIntyre and Bobby Roode's title runs. Yeah. Um, yep. Neither was very good, I don't think. Roode won the title off Nakamura, and then take over Chicago. He didn't even main event against Hideo Tommy. Yeah. It wasn't even the main event. That just shows you. And it's just like McIntyre. Like, he didn't even main event, like, against CN and stuff like that, and then he loses, and he's... I mean, she did get hurt, but I don't know if he was originally supposed to win or not. I don't know if he was supposed to or not. Yeah, that's the same It's kind of... You don't really know, but it's it, his title run was not... Wasn't very good. No. And I never was excited, like, for their matches and stuff. It's just like, well... Not me either. I was the same way. And so, but my overall flop of the year... Roman Reigns defeating The Undertaker. Yeah, that, that was, that's a big flop. I, I agree 100% there. Most definitely. What's one you've got on that page? Uh, see, we did worst storyline. I don't want to end, or I said I wanted to end with top five of 2018. Uh, then moment of the year, comeback of the year. Um, do best stable. You got that one on there? Mm-hmm. Um, best stable, you mentioned them a little bit earlier, and we'll do best and worst in this same one. Best stable, I thought. Uh, was Sandy. I thought they had a really good stable. I really enjoyed them. I love the theme song. I like what they got going on in NXT right now. They're a great tag team. I do like uh, one that's come up here new, uh, the one you got the shirt of, the Undisputed Era. I do like that stable a lot here. I think they got a, got a great 2018 coming forward. Uh, but I did pick Sandy. I just enjoy that whole stable they got going. Um, and like I said, they're, they're just a great, great stable. I love their theme song. I love their gimmicks. I like them a lot. Um, worst stable, I thought. Well, here recently one that's come up is the Absolution. Do not like them. Hmm. Don't like. I don't like the Page, and I don't like Mandy Rose really, and I really don't like um, Deville, Sonya Deville. Just don't I like them. I don't, her. I don't. I like the SmackDown stable a little bit better, but you know they've had their flops too. <laughs> the whole promo with what's her name from uh, Louisville. So yeah, Sarah um, Logan. Sarah Logan. Yeah. So I just, I just do not like Absolution. I really didn't. I just I don't know. There's something about them I just don't like. I don't like their their way of doing things in the ring. I just don't like them. We're totally flipped. My best stable in WWE, Absolution. Absolution? No. It's oh, not. I was curious to say, like, hmm. No, that? my best stable, I didn't do this really. To, I did an overall, so, but yeah. it's because I, I didn't do a Raw and SmackDown. For WWE, I give it to the New Day for best stable. Yeah, they uh, did good. They my did good worst matches. stable, The Shield. <laughs> By far, it was the that was about on my flop of the year. Yeah, it true. would have been for Roman beating Taker and that completely flop. Well, there's more about. It. I got that in somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Biggest disappointments that might be on. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the, the the shield was an absolute joke. Uh, instantly, as soon as they formed together, uh, Roman Reigns is sick, so he's out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Kurt Angle fills in for them, for, yeah. and he's gone forever. Then 
they finally have them all back. Well, Seth Rollins is gone for a week or two. Vacation. And Dean was gone for a week because of his honeymoon. Yeah. Well, now Dean's out for nine months. <laughs> so the Shield has fought two times together. I think twice, yeah. They fought on a random Raw just before they fought at Survivor Series together. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then they fought, I think they might have fought one more time. But that's it. it it's just been a joke. Absolute. It was just a, a terrible. Yeah. It, it didn't feel like the Shield of the past. It was just marketing. It was all to get Roman over pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which it's got him some cheers. Because when he wears a Shield shirt and he's talking to Dean and Seth, by God, they love him. <laughs> they but if love- he's by himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my NXT one, I had two. I had Undisputed Era and Sanity. Yeah. And my overall group of the year, Sanity. Yep. Undisputed Era just coming in a little late in the year. Yeah, that's why. That's why I didn't kind of put them in. But and Sanity's been around a while. But I do love the Undisputed Sanity Era from the whole year. Just has been always on every show and mm-hmm. been pretty consistent and has done good. Yep. But yeah, that they was uh, they impressed me a lot this year. Yeah, I agree. Which undisputed air probably will get it next year. Yeah, but like I said, they come in here later on. Oh, I yeah, mean, they, they made people say, "Well, somebody was here at SummerSlam when they kind of made their debut, but really fighting in matches and stuff." It didn't come here till the end. Just told War Games, pretty much, and you yeah. seen them, you know, fight the first time all together, and it was and an stuff. awesome match. So definitely, um, what we got next? Uh, you got? Let's see, what else we got? We got worst pay per view song. You want to go ahead and do that one? Yeah, we'll go ahead and do the songs. Worst, worst, and best. Um, yeah. The best one I had. Like I said, this year we, you know, if you go back and listen to the the podcast before our best of 2016, um, we had a lot of good theme songs the whole year. I thought they was all great. This year was kind of the opposite. I think you had one or two songs that was, you know, pretty good, but not download worthy for me in my opinion. But I did my best uh, pay per view song was "Born for Greatness" at Payback, which is by Papa Roach. That was a good song. I did it. I did like that one quite a bit. And um, my worst theme song, which is going to be two for two this year, I've got The Money in the Bank by Jim Johnson. Why can't you just change it up? You know, why? Why do you have to use that every year? I, I get it, Money in the Bank, but it's just getting kind of old. There's more songs out there about cashing in on an opportunity or doing something like that. So yep. that was my worst. My Okay, I did mine in a selection category show again. Uh, my Monday, my Raw theme song of the year. Y'all go with the best first. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Blah, I'll go best. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go Monday Night Raw. Uh, my song was "Born for Greatness" by Papa Roach. Payback. It was a good song. Uh, my favorite SmackDown pay per view theme song was uh, "Breaking Out of Hell" yep. by Airborne. That was Hell in a Cell's theme song. Good song. Uh, my NXT one was uh, "Square Hammer" by Ghost. That was Takeover San Antonio's. Mm-hmm. And for my mix pay per views, uh, it was a uh, Green Light by Pitbull. And my overall. Favorite wrestling theme song of the whole year for my review was Greenlight. Greenlight, yeah, that that was a good one. And I and I I didn't put the WrestleMania theme songs, which I did. I did enjoy the WrestleMania theme songs, but um, I just like the one for Papa Roach a bit better. But Greenlight was it was a good theme song. And uh, my worst theme songs, Raw's pay per view was uh, Watch This by Will Roach. Roach. Fastlane's theme song. They've used it like three years in a row. I'm okay. sick of it. I hate the stupid song. Yeah. I'm on a row. I just, I hate it. Yeah, I I, I, they use it every year, and it's just absolutely, I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Smackdown's was Highway by Bleaker. It was Backlash's theme song. 
didn't care for it. Yeah, Went I don't even remember that when I was NXT. The there was a few, but I just didn't put one because I just did not want to go through and listen to which one I didn't like the most. There was a couple I just yeah. Usually NXT in like the last couple of years has done really good, but this year I, I didn't really like any of them. And uh, my favorite or least favorite of the mixed pay per views was uh, "Blow Your Mind" by. Ona Bam. Boyoma. <laughs> Despise it. I didn't like the song just in general. Yeah. Because on video games, didn't like it then. Don't like it. Yeah. Still don't like it. <laughs> and um, my least favorite theme song of all 2017, pay per view wise. Watch this. Fast Lane's theme song. Despise yeah. it. Well, they've used it so many years. That's And that's one of the things, like I said again about Money in the Bank, they've just used it so many times. It's just like, come on. We can switch it up now. That's not the main theme song. you know. And so. that this year was really super lazy on a lot of songs. It was. Because Fast Lane had the same exact theme song as last year. You had Money in the Bank had the same exact theme song as last year. No Mercy. Which I like. No I did Mercy, like No like Mercy, it, but still. But they used it last year. Yeah. You know, it was just like you had all of them that used the same exact song. Just laziness on that. And, that and, and then agree. this year you also had like Great Balls of Fire's paper. You had that old song, Goodness Gracious, Great Balls yeah. of Fire. That's not. I mean, there's something else. You could, like something with fire. I you mean, named you can, a theme song after a song, an old song that's not even like. I don't know. Not even relevant anymore. They did a bunch of stuff like that, and I just wasn't a fan of. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was my favorites and my worst of the year. Okay, what we got next? We, let's just pick one else. What we got? Um, you want to go with the best pay-per-view and worst pay-per-view? Yeah, well, that, that was on that same page. Um, I, had, I had trouble with this one because there was not, I mean, there was not a lot of standout pay-per-views. I mean, obviously, WrestleMania, you know, I didn't put that one in there because that was, you know, that was the best pay-per-view of the year, I thought. Um, but best, I did this in a category one, too. I did the best Raw pay-per-view. Uh, I had it split. I had Great Balls of Fire and No Mercy. I thought they was two solid pay-per-views. I didn't really know which one to pick, so I kind of put them both. And, and then best SmackDown one, I had Hell in the Cell, which obviously we had Kevin Owens and uh, Shane in the main event there. That was cool. Then the worst Raw one I had, I had Fastlane. I was just looking through the card. What I, I couldn't hardly remember a lot about that, and I looked through the card, and it you know wasn't the best, I didn't think. And then the worst SmackDown one was Battleground, which was... The Punjabi Prison main event of Orton and Gender. I did, just, you know, I was excited to see the Punjabi Prison back, but the overall pay per view, you had the Usos. I think the New Day fought. Well, that was a good match, mm-hmm. but other than that, I didn't think the pay per view was just that good. Um, mine was a selection show again. Yeah, I went. Uh, my I'll do best first. Okay. My favorite Raw pay per view of the year, Extreme Rules. Mm-hmm. That was where they had like the fatal five way, the winner See, fights. If I were to watch that one live, that was where I was gone on vacation. If I were to watch that live, I think that would have yeah. been my case. Yeah, but I didn't get that to watch was that the live. one you was gone. See, the other day I could not think of the one that you was gone on. It that was one. extreme more because I because I'd watched it back and it was a good one. But I think if I would have watched it live yeah, and not known what happened, pretty good because the tag that tag title match was really good. And that was the fatal the five fatal way. five way was really good. Uh, Austin Aries and uh, Neville. Austin Aries and Neville was a really good match. The yeah. match that sucked was obviously Bliss and Bailey. That was trash. Didn't they have? Dan and me is there for the Intercontinental, yeah, and that wasn't very good. Like an ending, I think, was the weird the ending. The one before that, I think, was the terrible ending. Okay, so that might have been it. They may have been that one. I don't know. I know the bad one was the DQ ending. Yeah. And that's why it's Extreme Rules. I don't think they'd have DQ, but it probably did. People was like, yeah, that was the terrible I think, one. I swear I think it was, because I remember you texted me and you was real mad about it. It's like, dude, you have to go watch the ending. Yeah, the that. ending of that match was absolute terrible. Yeah, I think it's what it was. But. Uh, SmackDown actually had two. I had Money in the Bank. 
which is not really fair because next year that's going to be a mixed pay-per-view, but this year it's not. Yeah. I had that and I had Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Uh, my mixed pay-per-views, in which I didn't put main in this category, which the mixed pay-per-views was, you know, Rumble and Survivor Series, Series and SummerSlam. Uh, my f- favorite was the Survivor Series, even yeah. with the terrible ending. I would have put that for mix. I didn't do a mix, but I would put that for mix. And uh, my favorite mix. NXT pay-per-view of the year was uh, NXT TakeOver War Games. Uh, yeah, I had War Games. I didn't actually put, I put that under a different one, but that was War Games. And uh, my favorite overall wrestling pay-per-view of the year... NXT Takeover War Games. That was that was a good one. I thought overall, just from start to finish, that was the best mm-hmm. show. Just through, I thought all the way through, it was thought that it was just the best. Yeah. Did you do a worst overall too? Oh yeah, and that's what I'm getting to. Okay, next. go ahead. I didn't. Know and if you did uh, my worst raw pay per view was Payback, the first pay per view of the year. Yeah. Because you did not have a your didn't even have a title. Man, what or what? Was Orton? I don't think Orton and Bray was even for the title in the House of Wars, was it? I don't think so because that was the same pay per view with Jericho and, and KO. Kyle. And if Jericho won, he got the title and went to SmackDown was go or to SmackDown. something. I can't hardly remember. It was uh, that, that whole pay per view was just a mess because they did the shake up and everything was kind of. It was just yeah, it weren't good. And Bailey was in her hometown and she drops the belt to Bliss. It just the whole thing. Yeah, um, SmackDown. There they made two again. They had two get on there. Yeah. Uh, Battleground. Yeah. And uh, this latest one, uh, Clash of Champions, our last pay per view of the year. And yeah. uh, my least favorite of the mixed pay per views was uh, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Summer? I mean, SummerSlam weren't bad though. Yeah, it, it had a couple good matches, but it wasn't. They had a lot of matches that could have been a whole, whole lot better. Yeah. Like Dean and Ziggler and stuff like that. They just very forgettable. Mm-hmm. It didn't have really your matches that stood out. That was like. The fatal four way at the main the main event was by far like one of oh those. yeah well, that and the new day and the new day was in the pre show and that was the best match of the yeah night. that because that almost won match of night when I remember when we was picking and but it was then it was pre show match yeah it was a pre show yeah but so but that the pay per view was not bad so me saying it's the worst I mean there's only three I could have picked out of on this one true yeah and true. Uh, my least favorite NXT pay per view this year was NXT back to Brooklyn part three. Mm-hmm. I just it went yeah. That was that was that where was that McIntyre in the main event? He was he the champion at the time back to Brooklyn three. Him versus Rude and yeah, I can't remember. It just it wasn't that. I'm trying to think like this. I can't, I can't think right now. It weren't very good. Yeah, I, I remember it wasn't very good. I thought so. Yeah, and uh, my overall least favorite pay per view of the whole entire year. Clash of Champions. Yeah, it just had no. Match. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't very good. My worst overall was Battleground. I did Well, I mean, I could have considered Clash of Champions, which it, it wasn't very good. But I just didn't like the whole Punjabi prison. See, that was the only reason I didn't pick Battlegrounds, just because that Punjabi prison. At least we had fun laughing about it. And how, <laughs> yeah. Gen, how great Kali. I was like, why great? And then Orton went crazy on uh, stinking the same brothers. The same brothers. Yeah. yeah. So. I, did, I just didn't I didn't enjoy that one that much but the Punjabi prison was fun just watching it yeah just because it was a mess and people probably couldn't see worth the crap there and true yeah, yeah it was it wasn't uh, that it was yeah. it, it weren't very good instantly I wrote I topped it in instantly <laughs> I didn't even have to think that <laughs> Clash of Champions that. was the first two I didn't have to look back at the cards I'm like yeah. no I didn't like it yeah I know I know what you're saying there um let's see what else we got we got. Um, Let's go best return. Best return. I was about to say that because I got that on the same page. My best return. I know this was earlier in the year, um, but Goldberg. I couldn't really think of a lot of returns 
honestly, like I think Goldberg was my best return like last year. I don't know, but I had Goldberg on there because I couldn't really think of any like big returns we had. Um, mine's pretty easy. Who's gonna? I mean, I got mine selection show again. Yeah, mine was Goldberg though. I did enjoy the whole because I, I I Goldberg back in the day and he come back and you know he's not you know the, the greatest wrestler of all time, but he did good for what he. Their storyline about made it on my feud. Yeah, like, I about, about put that on the best storylines because I actually Brock, enjoyed the whole thing. Him him beating Brock there really early like. Well, and then the rumble squashed them again. And yeah, and then mainly they had a good match from what they were just with finishers and stuff yeah. like that. So I thought my best return was Goldberg. I couldn't really think of a lot of returns. On, on mine's a selection show again. Uh-huh. Uh, Monday Night Raw was the Hardy Boys. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't even think of the Hardy Boys. I don't know why. Because I had so much trouble with it. I was like, okay, Hardy Boys, you know. I, but I, Yeah, because they returned to WrestleMania. Yeah, history. sure. That was a good one. SmackDown had Shelton Benjamin just because I didn't really – yeah. Anybody else? I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, NXT was uh, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. And then uh, my overall winner, which is probably pretty easily uh, the Hardy Boys. Oh, yeah, I, I should have probably put the Hardy Boys. I I don't know what. Goldberg's not bad, though. Yeah, Goldberg was a good one, I thought. And Hardy Boys is great. But I, if I'd have thought about it more, I probably would put Hardy's in my best return. But those are all good returns. Oh, Shelton, I did honestly forget about Shelton, too. That'd probably been in a, a top category for me, too. I, I enjoy Shelton a lot, so. Um, let's go with uh, the best match of the year. Match of the year? Best match, match of the year. Um, I don't know why I said best match of the year. <laughs> That's what I wrote to the <laughs> best match of the year. I don't know why I did that. But um, anyway, uh, with my best match of the year, I'm going to go ahead. Um, and this was an NXT match, I know. But NXT TakeOver Chicago, Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. I thought that was my match of the year. I really enjoyed it you know and they don't get shown a lot anymore the United Kingdom guys but I thought that match was just great it had a lot of back and forth matches they gave them enough time told a good story in the ring and I really enjoyed that match um, and I've got this for category two uh, best NXT match was the same exact one so yeah there you go Another, and, yeah what we'll, we'll do worst match of the year I guess the next category but um my best match I did my selection show mm-hmm. uh, Monday Night Raw's pay-per-views I had the Hardy Boys versus the Bar Iron Man match. Thirty Man Iron Man Great Balls of Fire. That's good. Yep. And then on a SmackDown, I had the New Day versus the Usos, the Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. I great. thought they had actually a really good match. Great match. NXT really pay per view match was uh, Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate Takeover Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then my mixed pay per views was John Cena versus AJ Styles in the Royal Rumble 2017. Great match. And my overall match of the year, which was really just between the NXT and mixed. Yeah. John Cena and AJ Styles. That was a great match. That, that could go. And that was, and again, that was one of the ones that was earlier in the year, which that was in the category of mine, but I, I did enjoy Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn. But that, Cena and AJ was fantastic. And and even the Hell in the Cell with the Usos and the uh, New Day was great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that match a lot, too. There was a lot of good matches this year, you know, and that's a good thing to have in WWE is a lot of good matches you have trouble picking from. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that was really a problem was, like, a lot of these, like the New Day versus like the Usos and stuff, matches they fought so many times. Mm-hmm. It's like hard to kind of remember. Wait, which one was this? One? You know what happened at this? You know, so that was the only problem. It was like a lot of the good matches they had a few times, and everyone kind of outdid each other yeah. every time. Yeah. And Hell in the Cell, that kind of 
you, I, I remember that one just because they they did the, so many different things. Like the candlestick, they had them like pinned to the ring. I thought that or the cage. I thought that was really cool, and that was just a overall great match. And they they come back from that, and they had bruises and you know cuts and things of that nature. So that was a great match. I agree there. It was just a physical rough match. Mm-hmm. And well, since we did best match of the year, we'll just go ahead and do worst match of the year if you've got that one there handy. Um, my worst match of the year. I mean. I don't know. I had Gender versus Orton at Backlash, but I, I I don't really remember that standing out being bad. Just all of Gender and Orton's matches was just pretty bad. Everyone, I thought. Yeah. The I said the Pujab. I would have put the Pujabi Prison, but again, we was kind of excited for the Pujabi Prison just to see it. And there was a little bit of physicality in it. I know Great Khali come in at the end. That was stupid, but um, I put Gender and Orton at Backlash because it. Just, I I don't recall that match in you know in all detail, but I know Gender probably cheated and won. I don't. I can't. I'm pretty sure that's what yeah, happened. So that was just that was just a stupid match, in my opinion. I, that put my was my worst match and feud slash match of the year was Gender and Orton. I thought. Um, my worst, fa- my least favorite match of the whole year was Neville versus Enzo. Yeah, the cruiserweight title. Don't remember what pay per view it was, but it was terrible. Yeah, it, it was just Neville absolutely just destroyed him, and Enzo just love blows him, and then. Yeah. Rolls them up and that's it. Yeah. Oh, God. What was that? I forget that. I do remember that match, but I can't remember what it was actually at, though. So, yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad book in there, like just the way it was done. It was just done really bad. I mean, they made Enzo look like a complete, absolute joke. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to put the title on him, and you're going to keep it on him. Yeah. But you're going to make him look like he can't do anything? Yeah. And that was one. And after that, wasn't that one at Neville kind of – Left WWE uh, after we're right after it, pretty much wanted to lose again to him, and that's when I, he I don't out. blame Neville on that point, but yeah, yeah that's a good. Which and to the to to be fair, I am enjoying Enzo's title run now. Yeah, but it just at the time he was. I mean, he couldn't. A girl, uh, Ellsworth would have beat Enzo. Yeah, they had built him up so weak. Yeah, literally, he just kept getting destroyed, and then he got destroyed by Neville. And Neville, was and then on he fire. just kicks. He goes over there and grabs the belt. Then he just goes and kicks him in the balls and rolls him up. One, two, three. And Neville was on fire at that time. He was just like nobody could stop him. He was the king of the cruiserweights. I thought that was a great run. I thought he had. Um, yeah, so that I I can agree. Their worst match of the year on that. Um, see, we did the pay per view songs. Did match of the year. You want to do like. Uh, top three from Raw, SmackDown, women, letdowns, okay. and things like that. We can do that. Okay. Um, my top three, and I did this in categories of uh, SmackDown and Raw. I didn't do NXTs, I don't think, unless it's somewhere down the line. But I did Raw and SmackDown for women and men. For top Raws, I went this year for 2017, I went Braun Strowman, uh, Samoa Joe, and Neville. I thought they, that was the top three guys on Raw. And Neville, mm-hmm. like I said again, Neville had a great run. In, uh, in WWE when he was in there. And then top SmackDown guys, I went um, AJ. This is really no order. I would say just the top three guys. I put, because I had them mix matched up here. I had AJ Styles, uh, Kevin Owens, and then I had uh, Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal had, a, like I said, a six-month run. I kind of had to put him in that list. And then KO, he's starting to, after the whole thing, he got switched to SmackDown and he did the whole thing off the U.S. title. He did good with that. Now he did the stuff of Vince McMahon and Shane. I think he just overall at the end of the year he really come forward. And AJ winning the title, obviously, I think he's uh, he's just you have to have him in the top list somewhere at some point there. But um, top women for Raw and SmackDown, I had top women. I had elect for Raw. I had Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, and Mickey James. I thought Mickey James did good from what she's had. She had a couple title matches here and there. She did good. Top women on SmackDown, 
I had um, Charlotte, which at the end of the year, at the beginning, she didn't really do anything, but at the end of the year, she you know she won the title. Uh, Naomi, which had a nice title run, uh, you know, got it at Mania and had a little run there with it. And Carmella, which went in the money in the bank there, she's had a good little run with that. Um, and then we'll do letdowns after you, but I'll go ahead and give your top Raws and stuff. Well, I switched one of mine. Uh, for Raw, I put, I got, which mine's a selection show kind of. Yeah. But for Raw, I had Strowman. Originally had the Miz, but I marked him out and I put Neville. Yeah, Neville had a, I mean, he had a good, Miz had a good run too. I thought Neville, I just liked his whole thing he had. I and uh, and then my last one, I give it to Brock, even though he's not been there. He has been champion though, so. And I, he's fighting a couple new opponents at least, so I give, I put him on there. Yeah, I was going to put him, uh, Brock, on there. I had a hard time not putting him on there, honestly. At SmackDown, I had AJ Styles, and I had Kevin Owens, and I didn't really want to put him on there, but I had to, even though I don't think he really deserved it. I put Jinder Mahal. Yeah. And my overall MVP of this year, I'll get to it in a second. I'm going to do the women first. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> right. I have mine, too, the best one overall of the year, too, on there. But uh. um, My women I had for Raw, I had Asuka, mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss, and I had Nia Jax, even though she's really not. I just put her just really because how much she improved this year. And even, like, at that one point when they had that, like, gauntlet match. Oh, yeah. How she went like 20 minutes, and she was just by far yeah. looked like the best one. And should have won it at the end, but yeah. Sasha ends up winning. But I, I thought she, she just looked so won. good, and it just people's like, well, she can't let wrestle a long match. Bull crap. She, she did. did really good. She did awesome in the gauntlet, yeah. And uh, But my sm- that SmackDown women was uh, Charlotte, Naomi, and Natalia. Natalia. Yeah, I had trouble not putting Natalia on there. I really did. And then um, NXT, the men was Aleister Black. I put Sanity as just a hole on there. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I see that. And I put Cole, even though I should just put Undisputed Era, but I put Adam Cole on there. Yeah, because I think he's going to be the one that, you know. And then uh, from women, I put Ember Moon, Nikki Cross, and I put Asuka. Mm-hmm. Because she fought half of the Yeah, and year. she was undefeated at the time, so yeah. you can't, yeah, I agree. I didn't do an NXT one, but that list is good. And uh, I see Alistair Black, also, he did good, too. Uh, yeah, that's a good list. And my overall, I'll go with NXT, my overall MVPs of the year. Alistair Black won the man. Mm-hmm. The men, the man. He won the man. <laughs> He's the man. And the women's, I give it to Asuka. Yeah. That's good. And that's then uh, for my women's, Raw MVP and the women's SmackDown MVP. Alexa Bliss was overall the MVP. Mm-hmm. I felt that she, I felt that she just overall had the best year. Yeah, you know, because she won it on SmackDown and Raw, Raw too. So. You know, yeah. Well, so I mean, Charlotte. I think look, I don't know if it was this year she had it on Raw, but, but anyway, yeah, that good point. Good point. So yeah, I give it. Uh, I give the overall. Uh, the overall MVP was Alexa Bliss. And my overall men's MVP the whole year, Braun Strowman. Yep. That's my exact one for uh, the men's. Uh, I had Braun Strowman on there. So, did you do you still overall for SmackDown and Raw for Braun? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, my yeah. overall MVP the whole entire wrestling year. It's Braun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine, mine's Braun too. I, I enjoyed Braun a whole lot. I think he's my MVP. Uh, the women's. I'd probably give it to Alexa Bliss, too. She's did a whole lot. And, um, yeah, I, that's, that's a good point. Oh, um, and uh, tag teams of the year. Yeah, we'll do tag teams of the year, too. Um, you want to do letdowns and then tag team, or just do tag teams and then letdowns of the year? It don't matter. Uh, we'll do tag team. That's fine. Um, the best tag teams, 
and worst, I had I had these in the three. I don't know if I could really pick one. Honestly, with this, the best tag team of the year, I had three down, wrote down, which the Bar, the Usos, and the New Day. I, those three teams I thought did fantastic. I don't know if I could pick one. If I probably had to pick one right now, um, probably the Bar because they was kind of like my breakout type superstars of the year. I did enjoy the Bar and the Usos and New Day. They're all so even. I think. Um, that's my best overall tag teams of the year. And then the worst tag teams of the year, I know injuries had a whole lot of part of this, but I was really expecting a lot of these guys was a revival. I know they just got hurt at bad times. But Every they, time a woman get back, they don't want to get hurt. Yeah, so it was just they had the, the year, if you want to do tag teams in the whole year, the revival for me had the worst because they just kept getting injured. And that's just the way the, the name of the game. And probably overall, like I said again, I can't pick from – the bar, Usos, and New Day, because they're all kind of even in my category, just the best, the best three. Um, my tag team of the years, I'd done Monday for Raw was the bar, mm-hmm. SmackDown was the Usos, and NXT was Authors of Pain. I know they lost the titles early on in the year, but they just still showed so much improvement. Yeah, and they had the, the titles for a long time, yeah. you know, beforehand. So. And then, so I'm going to, but my overall tag team of the year, the Usos. Mm hmm. I give it to the Usos this year. They had a good and year. Uh, tag team. That was one thing I forgot was worst tag teams. Uh, but uh, I, I'd pick the Revival too for yeah. Raw. Yep. Which it's not their fault. It's just they literally when we get hurt. They it's just, every time when we come back, the other one get hurt. Just and had a bad year, two thousand seventeen. It was just really just bad timing on a lot of stuff like that. It was. Uh, SmackDown. I don't know who would be. Um. The Ascension still ain't crap. The Brizongo and them's did fun with the Fashion Files. They did good with that. Mojo and them, I mean. There was really, I mean, the Colognes have been gone anyway, so I'd really, I'd, I'd just probably just stick with the Revival overall. Yeah, overall. I agree there. The old Carl Anderson and uh, Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows, the Good Brothers, could have very easily been there because they was healthy the whole time. True, that's true. And they just never did do anything. Yeah. And they was champions that won the titles at Royal Rumble earlier this yeah. year. Mm-hmm. And after that, they've not done crap. Yeah, that's true. I could put them in that category for sure. It's the worst. Because they have actually been there and healthy. Yeah, you know, I'm going to give them. it to them just for that fact that yeah. they have been there. Honestly, I forgot, about the, I forgot about the uh, – what you call I forgot about them. I really did. Because, you know, that was one of the teams in the shakeup we thought really need to go to SmackDown, and they didn't. And it's like, Stuck well – on Raw. And they kind of got in the title picture there for a couple weeks, and then they never – they didn't even work into the pay-per-view. They didn't True. even get worked into it. So, yeah, they were by far biggest letdown. I mean, they were one of the biggest letdowns, period, in wrestling True. altogether this year. Yeah. Because it finally looked like after the year they they finally got the belts to Royal Rumble. And then they dropped, you know, it just, they weren't very, it was let down. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, in all truth, truth, I really did forget about them. I really I did. I did too until I started thinking. And I was like, well, heck, they have been there. And I clearly can't, that's not fair to the Revival because they have been hurt, so. Yeah, I'd probably and get that it to plus them, they did put a great match on it, Takeover Orlando. Yeah, the all they, Gosh, so. yeah, no and doubt. the uh, Royal Rumble they put on a good match too. So yeah, I'd probably switch mine on that one and give it to the club there on that. So, uh, um, so we'll go ahead and uh, that's our tag teams. We'll do the biggest letdowns of the year here. Superstar wise, is that what? Uh, yeah, yeah, I just did the superstar, and I had one tag team on there, which I, I'm gonna switch it again because I did have the revivals or my letdowns. I switched them to the club. I'm gonna go top letdowns for Raw, or the club, Finn and Bray Wyatt. I thought was my three letdowns for that, and then on SmackDown, um, 
Baron Corbin was kind of a letdown, although he had a good beginning of the year, but towards the end, he's been a real letdown. And now Rusev, he's come up to the top now, but I had Rusev as my letdown for the beginning of the, the part portion of the year. Mm-hmm. And then Nakamura, mm-hmm. I thought he's not had a you know, very good year, but he's going to be in another one of my categories for later on down the road. But uh, I, that was my three for top uh, Raw and SmackDown. Okay, on my Raws, I had Roman Reigns. Yeah. Because he's not – like, you look – when Brock beat Undertaker and ended the streak, Brock's year went on a tear. And then you look at Romans. Romans did nothing. I know. Even after Mania, I think he went like 0 for 4 there at one point. He's so. not done nothing. And, but then, yeah, then he cuts promos. He's undefeated and single. And it's like, no, you're yeah. not. You've lost. You lose on Raw. You've not done nothing. You've lost to Braun. There's been nothing he's did that's been memorable besides his Braun feud. And that's just because of Braun. Yeah. If he was doing that same thing with Rusev or, or just – it's a random job, like me is or somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's not nobody cares. Right, right. Honestly, I just think you know he's just to be the face of the company. I mean, did Cena ever have like when Cena's in the, his prime and is the face of the company? After four years of Cena, and like you know, people say, well, Roman's still no. Roman has been pushed in the main. He's been the main event the last three WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. Main event, yeah. In his year, when they're. It's just not not memorable. He's not sure. had a memorable year at all. Mm-mm. Beating Taker and even that wasn't even memorable. The match was terrible. The match was awful. This botchy yeah. at the end. They, they they just it wasn't good. Yeah. It just nothing was really good about the whole the year. Uh, Bray Wyatt because like I said, he was going into Mania as the champion. Mm-hmm. And then he lost it. And then he Spend. just viewed with Finn and stuff. And that was not memorable really. No. Bray should have been the one that won the Rumble instead of Orton anyways. Exactly. It should have been Bray fighting for the title at Mania. That would have been a whole lot better anyways. Oh, gosh, but yeah. Most definitely. And then uh, Finn. Yeah. He come back. You know, he weren't able to get back. And ma- they didn't put him in any Mania match. They could have had him and Joe. I don't know why they didn't add that as a match. Yeah, and they was both healthy at the time, too. Was and the thing. No, instead they wait till afterwards. And then they do nothing with him. And then they rumor it's going to be Finn versus Brock at the Survivor Series. And then they... Yeah, they decide against that because they're going to do champion versus champion. I understand. Finn's mm-hmm. not champion. Can't do that. Then it's like, well, Royal Rumble, that's going to be your match. And then they don't do it because Vince don't see Finn being over. I don't understand that part. part Instead, they do really Kane. Don't. Yeah, and then Finn, he beats AJ Styles in a really good match. Yeah. At the paper, uh, which paper was that? TLC. TLC, TLC. where they hit, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, Finn beats AJ Styles, then the next night loses to Kane. I don't know. I don't and then originally the, the thing was that he's going to lose to Kane, but then he was going to fight Kane a little bit, and then he was going to get a big victory over Kane, and that was really going to push him to fight for the title. But then, no, he don't. I don't understand, like, at, at that point of it, I don't understand him going, like, I, I understand you're getting Kane over for this, but why does it have to be Finn? I can't be anybody else. Yeah. It couldn't have been Elias or somebody like exactly. that to beat Kane. You know, I don't understand it's, that portion of it's it. Just that was stupid. just dumb, and it's that's why he's on my thing. Yeah. And uh, SmackDown, Corbin. Corbin's just been so up and down. I mean, he was supposed to have been fighting Dean in the IC title match at Mania. Yeah. Moved to pre-show because everybody complained and wanted the SmackDown women's title match on the main card. So then they moved Corbin to that. Wins Money in the Bank, another high moment. And then he loses on a SmackDown. On a SmackDown. To a roll-up. To Jinder Mahal. And then never even fights with it. Don't even get a title match. At least if he should have got a title match. Then he the USA title wins that. And it's like, okay, let's see, you know... Get, then he's like losing to Sin Car and stuff. <laughs> I don't understand. Right now he's doing a little bit better, yeah. like in this last little bit. The US and then, then he loses. Then he lost it again. Yeah. And then he's and then he lost the first round of the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah Maybe I they understand. got something bigger planned for him, but I mean that's how the end. You know, this is not going. This 
category is not looking what's going to happen. Right, it's just looking for 2017. It's looking at what happened this year. Mm -hmm. I don't care, you know, but I already know because he lost in the first round. That's how he ended the year, losing the first round of the tournament. Mm -hmm. Just terrible. Ty Dillinger, same thing. Same boat. And then when it finally kind of got a little bit of steam behind him, got in the triple threat match, it's like, that'd be a good surprise. AJ puts him him over a little bit. You know? Nope. Nope. Yep. And then he just completely falls off and ain't on TV. Right. And then Nakamura, he, you know, he's done some pretty decent things. Yeah. But at the same time, they've not let him have any big high-profile matches. Like, he had probably, I don't know if I put that in my moment of the year. Did I put that in my moment of the year? Where is moment of the year? Um, oh, did I forget to Do you have Hardy's name? debut in moment of the year? I thought that's what your debut was, moment shocker of the year. Of the year. Or, a shocker of the year. I thought I did a moment of the year. That's one of them I forgot. Well, hit moment of the year probably in all wrestling since I don't even got it on here was probably Nakamura and AJ stare down at Money in the Bank. That's all. I did have a moment of the year. Mine was um, KO and Jer- when KO turned on Jericho. Jericho, that, that was, was really good. Yeah, yeah, I understand. That and so, but besides that, so, so I'm only judging this year. He lost the gender and all that. Lost sure. every time. Yeah, same cheating fashion every time. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And he got beat by one finisher at yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah. It's hard to put the fault on Nakamura. It's just a lot it's of the stuff's just bad booking stuff. Bad booking. Because Nakamura, we all know that he's one of the he's like the best wrestler in, in WWE right now and they're just not doing anything with him right now. Which on down the line I think they will, but at the year like I said again, this is two thousand seventeen. It wasn't very impressive. And uh, uh, NXT is. I really didn't know. I put Hideo Tommy. Question mark. <laughs> well, because yeah. he returned and you know he returned and he fought against uh, early in the year at Chicago he fought against uh, McIntyre. Yeah. Or, yeah, McIntyre. Yeah. Or Rude. Mac- no, he fought Rude. Oh, it's Rude. Bobby Rude. It wasn't even the main event, right? No, it wasn't the main yeah, event. And okay. then it's like then they're setting up for like this heel turn and like we never fought on another NXT pay per view yeah. all year. And then he's caught up here till five at the end, and he's hurt Brian Kendrick's first thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's I the year to and I'm like, and then my overall worst superstar of the year. I mean, it's nothing against them. No offense, and they're on other categories, so at least shouldn't feel too bad. But <laughs> Finn, yeah, I give it to Finn. I thought just I booking. I thought they never hit any. Stri- the only stride highlight Finn had this whole entire year was him and AJ. Yeah, at TLC, and that was that wasn't even supposed to be Morning in the match. Yeah, so that was his only highlight I really had for him. And that's crazy, just something threw together like that's his best. His first ever Universal Champion. He's never even got a rematch for the Universal Championship. No, and that's and that's a shame too. It really is a shame. I agree one hundred percent there. Um, let's see, I'm, I'm thinking we're about close. Oh, and I got women too. I forgot. Oh, worst well, yeah. women. Okay, yeah. Which is kind of weird, but uh, I only got it's pretty simple. Raw, Bailey. Yeah, I had had and yeah. SmackDown. It's very weird because she's had a good year, but at the same time, it's really kind of fell down. Carmella. Well, yeah, the after the Money in the Bank, it's she's not, been, not fought on one single match since October, and she's the Money in the Bank winner. And you figure they would have her in matches and at least lose, but she's not, not having any matches, any cash ins. The Ellsworth thing was working good, then they get rid of Ellsworth. Fire and now she, ain't, I mean, it's just I didn't even realize that she's not been in her single match since October. October. Because, see, I, I kind of had her as, a, like, a superstar in 2017 that was good. But in all reality, after the money in the bank, she didn't it's not do been anything. doing anything. She's not had any real feuds. Like. And we thought for sure that she was going to cash in at the gauntlet match at Class of Champions. Yeah. But she didn't. So, that's and, true. That's a good point. I mean, it was just, I don't know. And the, but my overall worst, though, Bailey. 
Yeah. I know she won at WrestleMania this year, but it just after that it's after changed. that the whole this is your life stuff. Just it's been bad. It's been bad. And then when she did make her big, and then she got hurt, and then she made a return. Fans going crazy for. Her. Then they have like a number one contenders match. She's the one who takes the pin. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, just that's just bad booking in that in that point. Um, let's see. We did. I'll go down the list. What we did. We did top three Raw. Blah blah. Uh, Letdowns match of the year. We did uh, worst match of the year. Pay per view songs. Uh, rookie of the year. NXT rookie of the year. We did best tag team. Pay per views. Worst overall. Biggest disappointment. Do we go through that at all? Not yet. Uh, we'll go ahead and do that. I seen that yeah. on the list. Uh, my biggest disappointment was Baron Corbin after after he won the Money in the Bank and stuff. He's fell off, and like I said again, we had him on the 2016 one. We had him as just a breakout guy, you know. But something may have happened backstage. I don't know. That but, concussion stuff. He got in trouble for that when they had that concussion doctor and they're talking, and then Corbin. Stood up, kind of talked like, "Oh yeah, I know about you know. I played in the NFL. I, I'm aware of what concussions are and all that stuff. So, yeah, so that could have been something too. But that was just my biggest disappointment in him losing on SmackDown with uh, Money in the Bank. That was just that was just a disappointment. It's just bad when you go from winning the Money in the Bank early in the year, and you know you're fighting the IC title at Mania. It gets moved pre-show. Then you're ending the year by losing your belt. Then lose the first round of a tournament. Yeah. And a tournament that's got Aiden English, Xavier Woods, and yeah, these guys like Joe and Zach. I mean, it's just that's just a disappointment in my. That was the biggest disappointment in my opinion of the whole WWE. My disappointment was the selection show. I had um, first category one was uh, Jinder Mahal as champion as long as he was. Yeah, that was. Uh, It just wasn't ever good. Well, but you know, there's also another side of that. Uh, The Universal Champion was never there. Brock, we did get a couple new matches, but everyone was like, Brock and Samoa Joe, six-minute match. Yeah. Braun and, uh, Braun and Brock, or not, yeah, Braun and Brock was like it was seven or eight-minute match. The longest one, one was probably the Fatal, fatal Four-Way, which he was out of he the whole time. Took out of, so, so, there you go. And AJ was a good match. Now, that yeah. was, but it weren't in a title match, so. Right. Champion versus champion. It, you know, that just was a real disappointment. Um. Oh, and Roman Reigns is at the 10 o'clock spot everywhere during the football season. <laughs> I forgot Every about that. consistent week, it don't matter what, he will be at the halftime of Monday Night Football. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. I mean, yeah. it's consistently. Even like weeks where the football game's going a little bit late, they'll kind of usually delay. Elias will play a different song. He's played six songs. <laughs> One time he played six songs, literally, just to try to get so Roman could get his time. Um, And then I also had, uh, they brought back the shield to get Roman over. Yeah. That was a big thing that they did. I was like, uh, <laughs> you can tell Roman made a lot of those <laughs> That's true. I was like, uh, they wasted another main event at WrestleMania to get Roman over and another year to get him over as the face of the company, and it did not work. Yeah, true. Uh, but then I had Corbin didn't win the title when he cashed it in. Cashed in his money in the bank. Yeah. And my overall <laughs> worst disappointment of the whole entire year. <laughs> Another year of Roman is the face of the company. Yeah, that's true. I could I, I could give it to that for sure, most definitely, because it's it's they just keep trying and trying, and it's just not working, and they just don't understand it. They really don't. They're heck been on it. They sure are. Uh, let's see, we did best stable, and it's just like the tricks they do. Like when they say his name, they'll he Cole will put more emphasis, and and they always call him the big dog. And yeah. They, then they always talk about they've never they just talk about the stuff like they've never seen nobody like him and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, overpowering big dog. And they did with Braun a lot of the time. They'll just always talk about like they'll be like Finn Balor versus the big dog Roman yeah. Reigns, and then they just they 
kiss up to him so much. And then, like, literally, every time of the halftime of football, Monday Night Football, it's his segment. They don't even end Raw with – I mean, it's literally like – True. They do that Raw and with the Cruiserweights because that just shows they don't care. Yeah. They want to give it whenever the rating's going to be the highest. When they got a chance, they're going to get that booster ratings. That's when they put them on there. And, and crap like that. And, just, you, and you can see it, and they think they're just fooling everybody. Like, oh, well, Roman's on this segment. We'll, we'll turn it off from the football game. Why over. have we got such a boost at the 10 o'clock time? Well, I can tell you exactly why you do, because that's halftime of the football game. I don't yeah. care if it's Enzo versus Cedric Alexander at 10 o'clock. It's going to boost. You're going to get some boost at that Just point. because people are switching over from the game. That's that's 100% right. Um, I say we did comeback of the year storyline. A moment of the year, flop of the year, best rivalry, worst storyline. Uh, you want to go ahead? We'll end it with the uh, top five of 2018 and top flops of 2018. Mm-hmm. Do we got any more categories? I didn't. I don't see any more that nope. I wrote down. I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. All righty, top five of 2018, and this is who's going to have a good year. You know, like we had last year with Baron Corbin and all that stuff. But top five of 2018 for me. This is really no order. Um, I've got Nakamura. I've got Elias, or Elias um, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, and Aleister Black. Honorable mention Asuka. I think at some point she'll get the title and probably keep it a little bit. Um, but she's an honorable mention for the top five of 2018. The uh, top flops of 2018. And again, no order probably. I've got uh, Jinder Mahal. See, he'll fall off, I feel like. Brock, I think he will. Once he drops the title at some point, I don't think he'll get it back for a while, I don't think. Um, Alexa Bliss, I put her on there. I think her time, she's been the champion for a long time. I think it's time to pass it over to somebody else, which may be an Oscar or something, or, or maybe a Ronda Rousey coming up. Who knows? You know, you just never know on that. Um, and I think Enzo Amore, I put him on the top flop mm-hmm. of 2018. I think, you know, he's had the cruiserweight title for a while, and, and people will start getting, that'll start getting old for a little bit, and they'll have to drop it from him. He won't have such a good year. And honestly, I put uh, this last two, I put a, a Two people. I had Bray Wyatt, and I, th- I put Jason Jordan, too, on there. I don't know how long they're going to go with this Jason Jordan storyline and Bray Wyatt. There's just a lot of things that they, they can't do with him. I, I think the Matt Hardy and him thing and stuff will be pretty good for a little bit, but once that's over, I don't know where Bray Wyatt goes again. And I, I feel like he was probably on my list for top people to drop on last year's thing, which he's not did anything this year, so... I think that's my top flops 2018. Who's your overall? Who's the biggest flop? Overall, biggest flop? Uh, probably gender, I'd say, because he's just, like I said again, he was a champion. He's starting on that downfall right now, unless he gets the USA title, which that's a downgrade. Who's the biggest riser? Who's the big, the, who's your best bet on who's the best year? Nakamura. I think he has the best year. I'd put either him or Finn. But I think at some point they have to do something with Finn, but I think Nakamura is going to be my top guy going on in 2018. I did mine in the selection show style. I got Raw. I had one, two, three, four, five. I had five people. I had um, Finn Balor was on my list. Samoa Joe. The Revival. Roman Reigns because I think he'll win the title at Mania. Yeah. And this is what we think, you know. It ain't and, I'm, and I'm not you know. saying I want this to happen. I just think they'll give him the title and he'll keep it the whole – because he's going to eventually win it and he's going to keep it forever. For a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. then I had Kurt Angle. Potentially, yeah. He could. That's a good point. <laughs> I actually put Kurt Angel. I don't know why. <laughs> Kurt Angel. Uh, 
Well, he could, I mean, he could, I think he'll have I a good match I kind of feel like he's going to fight at Mania, and I would not be surprised if he's fighting for the title at some point next year. I hope. That'd be cool. I I'm think on. wrestling, I think he'll get more matches than just being at Mania. I hope so. That'd be cool. Uh, SmackDown had Nakamura, Bobby Roode. You know, I'm giving Corbin another chance. I think hey, he's well, in, I think yeah. if he stays on SmackDown, SmackDown superstars being as low as they are, like they just don't got as many. Yeah. I give him a chance. And then I had Rusev with the whole Rusev Day thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a shocking Luke Harper. Well, I mean, the Bludgeon Brothers are on the kind of the rise they've been winning, so I mean, I could see I it. I just think Luke Harper's too good not to get something. And yeah. then on NXT, I had Undisputed Air, Aleister Black, and Pete Dunne. Yeah. Because I think the United Kingdom, they need to do something more with it. And they have to, I think they have to have Pete Dunne just do full-time WWE because mm-hmm. he's good. And Tyler Bate is too, but I think Pete Dunne's a little bit better. His character's a little bit better, I think. so. And then um, my overall top risers, I've done two actually because was uh, Finn Balor and Nakamura. Yeah. Because that was my Raw and SmackDown one. Yeah. And my top superstars that will fall in 2018 – Raw was Jason Jordan, The Miz, Sheamus, and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Enzo was a really good one, too, and he'd be on there, too. One, two, yeah. three, four. I actually got a few. You could probably, probably put Enzo in the fifth spot. Four. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, my top followers, the people that will fall into that SmackDown, mm-hmm. Usos. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll probably have their run. Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal. And this one kills me. Fashion Files. Yeah, Fashion Police. I just I don't know how long they can I go. I think they're WWE, where they're putting on WWE.com now. I think it's just going to keep getting yeah, lower and good lower. Point. That's a good point. And uh, my NXT only had one person, uh, CN. Yes, yeah. champion there, and I just don't see. And even after he loses the title, it's not like man, I can't wait till CN's caught up. On day, yeah, true. I'm not, you know. But my overall top fall of 2018 is pretty simple, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, and I think that's a lot of people can agree with that because, I mean, he's had the title. He had his little run. He, I mean, he might get in this U.S. title picture, but I don't think it's going to work out. I think, he, yeah, we, we said this, uh, you know, on previous podcasts, like, where, where when Jinder loses the title, where's he going to go? It's going to be nowhere. Straight down, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, the thing I think we did last year, but I kind of forgot about till right now, was uh, – well, who was your pick to win the Money in the Bank? Because last year we did Money in the Bank. Okay. Um, and we know it's a mixed pay-per-view now this year, so we're going to have a Raw win. I'm assuming, let's just pick a Raw winner, a SmackDown winner, and a SmackDown so, and Raw for women's. Um, Raw, if I had to pick, mine would be Finn Balor. I think he'll get the Money in the Bank, and that'll be a good way to, for him to cash in and, and have the title and have a good year. Uh, SmackDown... Because I think Nakamura will be in that title picture already. Um, SmackDown. I could see somebody like a Kevin Owens or a Sami Zayn winning that. I could see it. Um, Raw Women's Money in the Bank. Uh, oh, that's tough. Um, Raw Women. I could see Nia Jax, somebody like that, winning. Uh, even though she, you know. She, I, I'll give it to Nia. I think she'll win it. Uh, and then SmackDown, SmackDown Women. I think Ruby Wright. I think she'll be one. We're wins pretty it. close on a lot of hers. What you got? Okay, this is gonna sound by far the craziest. By Raw Money in the Bank winner, and if they do a Raw and SmackDown like just four from Raw, four from SmackDown. Yeah. This is my overall winner. Who you got? Matt Hardy. Hey, yeah, that's a good pick. 
I it think is, I'm going to go broken man. Broken man. I mean, he's had this game. He's changed over successfully now to this game. My gimmick, role so. is Matt Hardy or it's going to be sound kind of weird. Uh, is uh, See, I thought about Jason Jordan pretty hard. That's, I mean. But I'm going to say uh, Cesaro. Good. I think with Sheamus' back injuries and stuff like that and them talking about that, yeah, I kind of think they'll break up and I could kind of see them giving Cesaro because the fan, you know, cause they're going to be in Chicago. Yeah, and fans is into Cesaro. And if you get, you're going to give Cesaro a real chance, this is like his last sure. real chance. Yeah. And on SmackDown side of things, I'm going to have to go with the worst SmackDown roster. <laughs> there it is. Baron Corbin. No, I'm just <laughs> Well, that was ours last year. It's not going to be Corbin. R- right on I mean, it could be Corbin. Yeah. I think Sami Zayn. Yeah. Because I think him and Kevin will still be heels together, mm-hmm. but I could kind of see Sami winning and Kevin like, oh, yeah, let me have it. You know? like, Sami's oh. got that right character right now for that, just kind of off the wall and, and weird. And turn, and it's easier to turn him back to face because yeah, I think that's what it would boil down to is him cashing in and winning and Kevin because it's always – Kevin, it's really because Kevin's always trying to say, like, "No, it's the Sammy and Kevin show." But Kevin I always know. like it's Kevin and Sammy show, and he's like, "He's always no, it's your, it's your." You know. Exactly. He always says, but then he'll really start getting jealous because mm-hmm. Sammy would have the belt and he wouldn't, and that would turn. And they did a couple little things like when Sammy got attacked. I think by the lumberjack something KO just kind of walked mm-hmm. out on him. So it's so kind of setting up a little bit for that. Sammy is my pick to win the SmackDown. Mm-hmm. If it would have to be him. Um, somebody I'd like to see win it would be Mike Kanellis, but that ain't happening because he's pretty much yeah nowhere to be seen. Or Rude, I think Rude. Rude's got a shot too. I think Rude or and Samoa Joe has a good ch- chance on Raw, a, a decent chance, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I w- I'm going to say Rude or Sami Zayn. Women's, I'm going to say Ruby Riot. I kind of mm-hmm. think that's who would make the most sense there. Yeah. And yeah. I'd say her because the rest of them's kind of already been champion. Right. Ta 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 Tamina. <laughs> yeah, Tamina, big And then uh, Raw's women, I, I would go with Paige. Yeah, that's a good pick. If too. she's I not forgot her Paige, too honestly. bad, I think Paige. Yeah, I could see definitely Paige. Um, yeah, Nia Jax makes sense too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paige is a good I'm, pick. I'm gonna go Paige. Okay. Yes, that's uh, and then Royal Rumbles here in like a month, so so that, we'll, we'll that be really doing. Yeah. I don't think we did a Rumble pick last year, did we? Mm-mm. I don't think so, cause feel, well, cause always the award shows right at Rumble, so we'll do it on the, the next one most of the time. But uh, Rumble setting up to be to be pretty good. I actually, any bold predictions for twenty eighteen? Mm, bold predictions. Any well, people returning or. Yeah, actually, I think uh, you, you mean you was talking earlier the Ronda Rousey thing. I, I think it's got a good shot for her to maybe to potentially be in the women's Royal Rumble. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else here right off. Um, I think there's going to be some sort. I think this 205 Live thing. I think it's going to. I think it's going to fall off in 2018. I think they're going to get rid of that and kind of split them up. Maybe have I was trying to think maybe two cruiserweight titles, but I think they're just going to maybe just put exclusively on Raw where they've got that third hour, or maybe put I don't know. I think they're just going to they're going to do something. They're going to shake up the two hundred five live show. I think they're going to do something different with it or just cancel it all. That's my bold prediction. For what they need to do, what I wouldn't be mad if they did is make the two hundred five in the United Kingdom 
championship. I wouldn't mind if they made that all just one show. Like it's an hour. Yeah. It's the UK stuff and 205. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. And honestly, it would be a lot better because you could honestly, if you especially if you want to do some of it at United Kingdom, like at the United Kingdom. Yeah. You can do, after SmackDown, do 30 minutes of 205 Live recording yeah. and stuff like that. You could. And then you can already have pre-recorded your stuff from over in England and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And make it an hour show. It'd be a lot more interesting. And then plus, fans get to go home a lot earlier. Exactly. Instead it's of a long wait, show. waiting an hour then to get your Dark Main event match. You know? Yeah, true. And they try to keep you around for that kind of stuff. And so, but that that's something I, I, I think 205 won't last either. I agree with you. I think also another bold picture I just thinking of, I think NXT will be televised in 2018 on Wednesdays. I think they'll get a television deal. That'll be not... I There'll be 19. Thanks, that's guys, 19. Come up. Yeah, because that was the whole thing when they did the testing and stuff. Yeah. Did it do talking? good? Did they even say did it do any it good? It did decent. Like, it didn't do great, but it did all right. I mean, it still yeah. got over better than TNA. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, say, yeah. The thing is, that's their contract runs up with USA at the end of this year. Okay. Started 2019, and that's why they tried it, because they want to make Raw go to two hours, which is one of my predictions, which will be actually next to 2019. Yeah. Raw will go back to two hours. Mm-hmm. 2019, it's actually a 2019 prediction, but Raw uh-huh. will go back to two hours. SmackDown will be two hours on Tuesday, and NXT will be on Wednesday nights. For on that Friday. hour. I think that's what they'll do. That's a good way to do it. I, would I think it'll still way. be recorded, but I think they'll do live special shows like a lot more often mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Good point. That's good. That's good bold predictions. I can see a lot of that stuff happening, especially in 2019 like that where their contract churn up. That's a really good shot. And uh, Daniel Bryan returns to WWE as a wrestler. I hope so. I think he fights at WrestleMania. Get Shane. I think him and Shane fight. I do too. They're setting up a lot of stuff with that. And I hope he's cleared and just nobody's I put it out there yet and I hope he's well, cleared. He took a bump at, uh, what's it called? Because what? he got pushed into Shane McMahon doing that referee. Oh, so yeah, so that's got, contact. He's not not done. And see, the other day I was talking to I Zach, didn't even notice that. I was like, man, he got pushed into him when he was counting, and that's what broke that count up. I was oh, like, yeah. he got pushed. That is true. He didn't just kick him or anything. No, he actually got pushed and knocked down. So That's good. I didn't need that. That I went right past me. Me either. So I think, uh, I think he has been cleared, and I think... I think it's him and Shane at Mania. I hope so. That'd be cool. I really, because Daniel Bryan's probably one of my all-time favorites, and I really hope he's come back to the ring as a competitor. That'd be awesome. Especially being in New Orleans again. For his, had his moment. That'd be his return. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool. That'd be awesome. And um, I'm trying to think of other big things. I don't know if The Rock returns this year. He won't be at WrestleMania this year, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Batista, I think, does come back this year. Oh, that'd be cool. I like Batista. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he actually probably come Today is Monday, ain't it? Today's Raw, yeah. yeah. It'll be crazy if they announce him tonight in the Rumble. Yeah. But I think Batista's back this year. Um, this is not going to be Triple H's last Mania. Triple H will keep going. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Brock re-signs with WWE. Mm-hmm. His contract, this is his, This is it. Is it? Mm-hmm. So Which got- he made last year. Forbes posted he made $12 million. Dang. And he fought 13 <laughs> matches the whole entire year, something like that. Yeah, so he'll keep that deal as long as he can. Uh, so I see him staying. Yeah. I don't think he will end up leaving. Yeah. Um, And let's see here, other predictions I got. Um, I don't think Omega comes. I thought that was a good shot. I don't know with all this stuff he's talking about, like Nakamura and stuff. I've been seeing a lot of they. He's talking about like they've not been pushing Nakamura and all this stuff the right way. And I don't know if 
if somebody getting ready to sign would say that kind of stuff. You yeah. know, but I thought there was a good shot he might be in Rumble. That was kind of one of my predictions, but I don't know if he will or not now. Um, That'd probably be more a 2019 thing, I'm yeah. kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, I can't think of any more right off. I'm trying to think, but I can't really think of any other uh, that, real that's, big bold prediction. Cena wins the t- all right. Cena win his 17th championship this year. Yeah, I think so. That's a good shot. Good shot that happens. I think that happens. Yeah, is it going to happen this year? Yeah, it's, it, yeah, yeah. Let's say. And and just year. that was just announced. One of the breaking news thing. He just got announced for Rumble as of mm-hmm. today. So that's one of the things he's he's announced in the Rumble. So I don't I know. That's a good shot. He does get 17. Anybody? This year. I'm trying to think if I think anybody will retire or anything. Mm. Kane, you think he's on his last run? Yeah, I think Kane. My bold prediction: Kane wins the mayor election, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Kane's last WrestleMania. Yeah, and they're having a little good run with him here, so uh, yeah, I, I think that's one of the predictions too. That it's, it's probably his last run. And I'm going to predict that Undertaker does fight at WrestleMania. Oh, I do too. I think I've been thinking that for a long time here since it's at New Orleans. I think there he has to wrestle. I've been saying the that. Roman didn't thing didn't do nothing. No. So. Yeah, and they were rumoring the other day that Cena's match is supposedly bigger than the WWE Championship, so it has to be rather Cena and Taker mm-hmm. or Cena and The Rock. That's really like the only two matches. So Cena and The True. Rock, but I don't see The Rock doing it because he's busy right now. Yeah, he's way busy with movies and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, but that's about it, though. I think that's uh, we've been going on about an hour and twenty eight minutes. Actually, I didn't think we'd be this long of a podcast, honestly. So. Uh, Definitely. Uh, that was our year 2017 review and some of our bold predictions for 2018 and ongoing. Um, Mike, you got anything else to add? No, the year had some highlights. It had some good stuff. I mean... Had it ups and downs. About like every year, it has its ups and downs, you know. There was really no standout pay-per-views, but they had all right pay-per-views for the most time. We got excited for them. Oh, yeah, for sure. We was never like, God. Oh. Well, there was a couple. We was like, oh. Yeah, because just looking at the card, and some of them shocked us. Some of them had some, like, oh, man, cards, you know, but had some decent matches on them. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's about with any, any kind of card. You know, you'll have your ups and downs. But um, Just hopefully NXT gets a mid-card title. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if NXT, like the United Kingdom, just, you know, joined up with NXT completely. Yeah. And they just had that, the United Kingdom championship as a mid-card title. Yeah. Um... I would like to see another mid-card title return. I always like the European title. I was one I always loved. I wish they would kind of bring that back, but I don't know if they will or not. But um, like I said, they've got the UK title, so it's kind of the same, almost the same thing. So I'd like to see Wade Barrett come back this year. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'd, I'd like to see that. Wade, was he's always been good. And Cody Rhodes, you think he's a chance he ever comes back? Yeah, he'll be back, but not this year. He's done pretty good on the independent scene right now, from what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. uh yeah, definitely. Um, that's about it, though, I think. Punk don't return this year. No. I think I'll, one of my prediction. I said it on the last podcast, I believe. I think Ziggler comes out as Punk's theme song at the Rumble, but it's him as he turns around, as he's doing all these answers. I think that happens. I think, That'd be awesome. Because he's, he's away right now, Ziggler, and he'll come back at Rumble. Everybody think he's gone. That's when he makes his debut, I think. He comes out as Punk, I think. But that's, that, it'll get people mad, and people will hate him at that point, so. I don't know, that's, that's a couple of predictions we had there, so um, I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Um, you can always um, follow us at uh, Twitter at Pro Wrestling TLK, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Me, you can follow me at Travis Trey 2 on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as well. And always, um, 
like I said, shout out to Waste of Time Pod again, the gaming podcast we mentioned earlier. Uh, shout out to Wrestle Rumble. Uh, shout out to Byron. Uh, figure Four Fallout. Definitely shout out to them. Go and check them out on iTunes. But uh, Mike, you want to go ahead and give your plugs? Yeah, you can follow me at MH Show Twenty One. That's on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and you can add me on Facebook over at her Facebook page and stuff. We make posts and stuff like that when yep. there's news and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right now, I've been trying to keep the Royal Rumble updated pretty good. Anytime they yep. add anybody, I've been trying to... For sure. Add, and when they add a few, I actually try to post the full list then whenever they actually add a few. And we've got a lot of likes on the page here recently. I really appreciate all that, all the fans that like, likes the page. really appreciate that, most definitely. But, uh, yeah, um, and... I really don't know your story, I don't think. Yeah, it's been, it's not been an eventful 2017, really. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff um, wrestling-wise that's happened. I can't think of any stories. You can think of anything right off? I really can't, honestly. No. We'll have a good one for Royal Rumble. Have a good yeah. Rumble story because... We'll build uh, up a good Rumble story. We'll yeah. build them up a good one, but uh, other than that, guys, uh, we'll check you out here. Like I said, again, we'll be back at Royal Rumble, which is in about... Two weeks or three right now. It's the end of. I think it's was it three three weeks away. Three, four heck, I let's see here. Because it's at the end of January. I know. One, two, three, four, four more raws. Tonight's raw. Next week's raw. The raw after that. Then that's the last raw going into. So we got a couple more raws there, and it's the Royal Rumble time. So we'll be back at Royal Rumble. And I really appreciate you so guys about listening. Four weeks, we'll have a we'll have a podcast. Yeah, again. we figured we do this one here just to do a year interview. We always do that, but we will catch you guys at the Royal Rumble pay per view later. Yep, later. Yep, yep, yep. yep.